Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode number five of the stories behind the tunes. My name is Calvin Volrath. I come from St. Paul, Alberta, Canada, and I'm a fiddler. I got tunes, a whole bunch of them, and they each got stories. Thanks to the old COVID, I ain't got no place to go tell my stories anymore and play my tunes. So here we are now. You're listening to Bannock Country right now. is Bannock Country. I like that. Hey, that makes me want to dance, and I'm not even a dancer. Bannock Country, that is inspired by my trips to the John Arcan Fiddle Fest at Windy Acres in Saskatchewan. What a great festival he has. And every Friday and Saturday night, John would have the band called Bannock Country playing for the old-time dance. That was Johnny's brother, Ralph uh, Arcand on guitar, and I think the fiddle player's name was Bruce Eisbester, and there was a bass player, can't remember his name right now, but they played great, great old-time music. The dance floor was always filled. Lots of the tunes were crooked, uh, and so I made this one a little crooked. Crooked means it's not standard where there's 16 bars or 8 bars or 32 bars that might have seven and a half and i'm not even sure what was in there and it doesn't matter it just feels good that's called bannock country it's composed in the metis style and uh, bannock country well they're a metis band and if you've never eaten bannock well that's a metis tradition as well google it up and learn how to make it throw a little peanut butter and jam on it and yippee you're gonna like it that was released on an album called uh, Approved Canadian Fiddler in 2015. 
um, Clinton Belshay, great uh, guitar player doing that lead picking on there. Jeremy Russo's playing the piano and the accordion, giving it that uh, Métis Cajun kind of sound. And I'm playing the rest of the instruments on there. You can get that at calvinvolrath.com as a CD or as an MP3 digital download. Back in 1984, I traveled out to uh, Nova Scotia to play a few shows with the Elliott family. Mike Elliott on piano and Bill Elliott on uh, guitar. And they belong to Carl and Gene Elliott. Carl's a great, great fiddle player. And we had his records. And Mike played piano and Bill played guitar back on my albums back in the early 80s. I think I had two or three at that time. Well, anyways, we went and played. We played a show in DeBert, Nova Scotia. We played another one in Parsboro. And we stayed at uh, the Elliott's house in Economy, Nova Scotia, right along the beach there, the Bay of Funday, the Cobbacad Bay. Well, when we did our show in DeBert at the Legion, there was a bunch of people came out to that show that night that I had heard of, and they were famous fiddle folks. Uh, Gordon Stoby, everybody knows Gordon, he was there. Bill Guest, who played piano with Don Messerlotz, he was there. Skip Holmes was there, and Kimberly Holmes was there. And uh, Kimberly and Skip are married. They weren't married back then in 1984. Uh, they knew each other through music. And Kimberly's last name back in those days was Eisner. But she tells me that she was at that show. Well, it was many years after that again. I'm not even sure what year it was uh, when I met up with uh, Kimberly uh, and she was playing the piano, and we played some tunes together. And she is so good. She's really Canada's uh, piano sweetheart for us fiddle players. And over the years now, we have traveled uh, lots together. She's traveled with myself and Rhea, and my good wife Rhea, and Clint Pelche and her. We've been down to Oklahoma, and we've been out to uh, California, and oh, a bunch of the the Western United States and throughout Western Canada. She's performed with me. She's a dear, dear lady. She teaches at Camp Calvin now for probably the last 10 years. Everybody loves her. In 2002, her husband, Skip, he gave me a call and asked if I could write a tune for Kimberly. And it always had been on my uh, radar to be writing a tune for Kimberly. She's so excited. She just loves music and fiddle music so much. Um, so I put this little tune together for her. It was released in 2003. This is called Kimberly Holmes Real. <laughs> Thank you. 
call right on. If you know Kimberly Holmes, you know somebody special. She's a dear, dear gal and uh, uh, love her to pieces. Kimberly, I'm looking forward to the time here when COVID gets out of the way and we can get back together and play some music. It was released on an album called New Fiddle Classics that was released in 2003. Trent Bruner's playing the piano, and I'm playing the rest of the instruments on there. You can get that from calvinvolrath.com as a CD or as a digital MP3 download. Back in uh, the fall of 1997, I was living in Edmonton, living by myself. I had my studio set up in my kitchen or in my dining room area there. And Trent and I sat down to record some original stuff, and I had a whole bunch of new tunes to record. I think I was recording my two albums was uh, Thanks to Emma and Jiggin' at the OK Corral, and nearing the completion of uh, of the recording the, the of the piano tracks anyways. I said to Trent, let's see if I can write something on the spot here. I'd like to write a waltz in E flat. And so I said, just give me a give me a little chord there so I can hear what E flat sounds like. And he kind of went on the piano with an E flat. And I said, start on four. I'm going to play an intro. And I played this little intro and Trent followed me. It was quite magical. And we pretty much played this tune from beginning to end. I pressed the record button because you never know, you might win the lottery with something here. And it was magical it was almost gospel or spiritual and how it uh, just came to us trent followed me like we had played this tune before uh just loved it and uh well and i had a dear dear love in my life at that point i had known Rhea. i was going to ask her to marry me at christmas time and uh, when i was listening back to this tune i was thinking about her and i was thinking she's really a, a gift from god as maybe this tune was that day and so I named it A Gift from God, put it on the album, and, well, she liked it. Everybody seemed to like it, and uh, we got married the September 19th, 1998, up here in St. Paul. Rhea asked if I would play this at the church ceremony, which I did. Uh, I hope you enjoy A Gift from God.
Oh, that's a gift from God. And Rhea, you are a gift from God. Thank you so much. That's uh, 22 years ago now. And uh, I'm the happiest man in the world. Thank you so much for the inspiration and being my best friend. This is the second recording of this tune. Uh, It was released in 2002 on an album called Kelvin Volrath Waltzes. Uh, Trent Bruner is playing piano on this. Freddie Pelche from uh, Saskatchewan is playing the beautiful guitar solo. I'm playing the rest of the instruments on there. You can get that as a CD or as a digital download from calvinvolrap.com. The original recording of that was just done with Trent on the piano and myself on fiddle on an album called Thanks to Emma in 1998. And that is only available as a digital download as the CD is no longer available. Well, you know, Christmas, it's just around the corner. And back in 1999, I, uh, I put out a Christmas album called it Let It Jig, Let It Jig, Let It Jig. I did a little rearranging of some uh, standard uh, traditional Christmas uh, songs, Christmas carols, and made fiddle tunes out of them. And and I kind of think that maybe some of these songs might have been uh, fiddle tunes originally in the first place when you hear them. I want you to have a listen to this and see if this doesn't get you into the Christmas spirit. Try to sing along, or if you can't sing along, then jig along. Here we go. Let it jig, let it jig, let it jig.
fretful. Hey, da de 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 Oh, up oh, there. Sorry about that. Uh, let me put down my eggnog now. Hey, that was Let It Jig, Let It Jig, Let It Jig. I hope you enjoyed that. That is available on an album uh, called Let It Jig, Let It Jig, Let It Jig. What was released in 1999. Trent Bruner's on the piano, and I'm playing the rest of the instruments. Got a whole bunch of other tunes on there that uh, I, this was probably my biggest selling album. Can you believe it? A Christmas album. Everybody loves the Christmas stuff. And now we've got them into fiddle tunes. There you go. There's no vocals on there at all, which will make you very happy. You won't want to hear old Kelvis singing for any amount of time. You can get that at calvinvolrath.com as a CD. And I'm sure we could probably get that courier to you before Christmas. Or you can download it from calvinvolrath.com as an MP3 digital download. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Back in, I think, 1994, I met uh, a fella at the Canadian Grandmasters uh, judging workshop that I was a part of. He was a fiddle player. He was the fire chief. He was the fire chief uh, in uh, Orleans up in, in Ottawa. And uh, he, he loved the fiddle music. He had never heard of me before. Uh, but one day he heard a young gal by the name of Samantha Russell playing a jig that he really liked. And he said, what's that jig? She says, that's Fred Russell's jig. He said, Fred Russell's jig? That's your dad. How, how does he have a tune named after him? Calvin Volrath, she said. He goes, who's Calvin Volrath? I went to the fiddle camp he was teaching at Emma Lake. He went, Oh, my God, I'd like to go to this fiddle camp. I never heard of a fiddle camp, he said. Calvin must be quite the guy. Well, and as it just turns out, I happened to be at this judge's workshop, and he came up and introduced himself to me and said, I'd like to come out to that fiddle camp in Saskatchewan. He asked me a few things about it, and I hadn't heard him play yet or nothing like that, but I told him about it. Well, the next summer, Randy, he shows up at this fiddle camp. And anyways, we were sitting around in the dining room the night before camp was to start, and Randy was playing the fiddle, and I really, I really enjoyed it. And after he finished playing, I walked up to him, and I said, hey, I said, I think you should be in my class. I always had the advanced class at the Emma Lake Fiddle Camp. And he goes, you think? You think I should be in your class? And I believe that's what he was hoping for. He wanted to be in my class. And I had a great, great class that year. I had some whiz, whiz, uh, some wizards in in that group, and Randy was the old guy. <laughs> he wasn't even that old back then, but I had a bunch of kids, and well, we put Randy through his paces there for a week. Yeah, I didn't hardly see him a whole lot. I'd see him in the class, and and then he'd be back to his room. He'd be practicing, trying to get all that stuff, and I remember on. Uh, I think it was the last day of camp or second last day of camp. I always had socials in my cabin. I stayed in cabin nine. That was my my home for the for the for the fiddle camp week. And uh, people would come by my cabin every night. We'd have jam sessions and great little visits and socials. And Randy never popped by. Everybody was always welcome, but. Randy was busy practicing. He kind of had a headache. And anyways, the last night, or I think it was the second last night before we were done, 
he knocked on my door and he had a little brown paper bag with six different pops in it. And he said, hey, look, can we be friends? I want to be friends with you. And I laughed. I said, I guess you can come in. You could have come in last Monday if you wanted to. Oh, he said, no, I got a headache. I've been practicing these tunes so hard. And Well, Randy and I became friends that night and we just have become best, best buddies. Randy's goal in coming to the fiddle camp, he wanted to learn how to play a reel. And he had a tough time with reels. He was good on jigs and plays the airs just absolutely beautiful and the waltzes and always had a little trouble with the reels, kind of some backwards bowing. And and I'd watch him play the reels and you'd see his bow, he'd kind of get fighting like a, a guy going down the river in a canoe there in, a, in white water and the oars are flapping here and flapping there. That looked like Randy playing a reel. Well, anyways, uh, Randy, like I mentioned, he's just become my best buddy. I traveled out to uh, Ottawa that year for the Grand Masters again, and Randy said, hey, you're welcome to stay at my place. And I got, I'm, I'm living all alone, and you can stay at my place. And oh, I said, well, geez, isn't that kind of you? And I didn't hardly know him at all. And I said, but I got some buddies coming with me. John Arcan's coming, and Fonzie Delory, and... Troy Gates, we're all coming out for the Grand Masters. He said, that's fine. You can, they can all stay at my place. I got room. Anyways, we arrived in Ottawa and there, Randy, he picked us up at the airport and took us back to his place. And he had his, uh, he had his, uh, his uh, fire car there. He, like he was the chief of the fire department. So he had his own vehicle, but he had his own personal vehicle as well. And he got us all situated into his house, and he said, look, there's not enough room for all of us here, so I'm going to go stay at my son's house, and you guys can have my house. I go, you don't even know us. You only met me a month ago. And that's the guy, kind of guy that Randy is. I went, I need to be writing Randy a tune. I, and it was going to be a reel. It was going to be one that he kind of liked the Métis stuff. He liked the crooked reels as well. So I wrote him a crooked reel. Well, I got it all recorded, and, and I phoned him up. This is before we had computers and sending MP3s and all that. Uh, I, I put it on a cassette tape, and, and I mailed it off to him before my, before my CD actually came out. And uh, I wanted, didn't, wanted him to hear this tune. And um, Anyways, he got the delivery at, uh, at the fire department, I think. I think I mailed it to him to the fire department. Well, he couldn't listen to the to the cassette tape there, so he took the cassette home, and uh, he re realized that he had forgot the tune list back at the fire department. And when he got back to the his house and he put the cassette tape in to listen, he went, "Hey, where's the list? How will I ever know which one of these is my tunes?" There was twenty tunes on that album or something. Well, he started listening and. I think his tune was number 14 on the album, if I remember correctly. And when he got to 14 and he heard this tune, he started to cry. And he goes, that better be my tune. That better be my tune. And anyways, he got back to the fire station the next morning. He looked and number 14, that was his tune called Randy the Fiddle and Fireman. Well, this tune has become kind of a cult hit up in Canada and uh, everywhere. Play it down in the States. Fiddlers have learned it, and they have lots of fun with it. And uh, Randy, you've been a great, great buddy, like a brother to me over the years, and uh, you've brought me lots of joy. Now imagine Randy fiddling with his bow and arm flying all over the place trying to nail this tune. This is Randy the Fiddle and Fireman. One, two, 
three. so much for the inspiration on writing that fun tune uh looking forward to covid getting out of the way here so we can get back together and uh do some fiddle and have some fun get back out golfing again hey you've been there for both of my holes in one ah hey Uh, but those are different stories to come on another episode this was released on an album called uh something different instrumentally yours had two different titles to that album somehow. It was released in 1996. I'm going to see if I can remember everybody that played on the album. Trent Bruner's on the piano. Uh, Fonzie Delores playing the spoons. Uh, Ralph Ament is playing uh, rhythm guitar. Uh, Derek Strummel's playing the bass. If there's a drummer on there, that'd be Bill Hobson. And this was recorded at a studio in Edmonton called Midi City. This is no longer available on CD, but you can get it from calvinvolrath.com as an MP3 digital download. The name of the album, once again, Something Different, 
instrumentally yours. Hey, we got time to sneak in one more uh, Christmas uh, kind of a tune here. You know this Christmas uh, song way different than what you're going to hear it here. To me, this, uh, you know, when I when I come up with my album, uh, uh, Let It Jig, Let It Jig, Let It Jig, and I was trying to rearrange these standard traditional Christmas carols to suit the fiddle. Well, when I started playing this tune as a Ukrainian kolomeka, I thought, oh my goodness, this feels so right. I can imagine people doing the kolomeka to this one on a big dance hall somewhere in the middle of Ukraine. I think this might have been a fiddle tune long before it was ever a song. Check it out and see if uh, if it makes you want to jump up and do a kolomeka. This is We Three Kings.
the Skrapka. Hey, there you go. That is We Three Kings done up Ukrainian style on the fiddle. That's been out on my album called Let It Jig, Let It Jig, Let It Jig. Trent Bruner's on the piano, and I'm playing the rest of the instruments. You can get that at calvinvolrath.com as a CD or as an MP3 digital download. If you're thinking you might want that CD, go ahead and order it real quick, and we can probably get that courier to you so you get it before Christmas. Just saying. Or just download the MP3 and you get that album today. That's uh, It's been a great album for me over the years. People just love it. They play it all year long because it's a fiddle album. It's instrumental. No vocals. I never thought vocals was going to catch on anyway. So, uh, hey, we're promoting the fiddle here. There you go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, I want to have a little shout out one more time to uh, my good buddy, Mike Gilmore. He has uh, his company's called Collector's Corner and he's everything fiddles. He's got some great, great fiddles, some wonderful bows and strings and shoulder pads and chin rests and absolutely anything you need for fiddles, cases, whatever. You got to rehair your bow. Michael's the man. He's in Edmonton. He's working on a website right now that should be available any day. But in the meantime, if you've got any fiddle needs at all, any fiddle questions, feel free to send Michael an email and he'll get back to you. Uh, he won't uh, steer you wrong. Michael's been a big supporter of Camp Calvin over the years, sponsoring kids and getting them set up with strings and fiddles and doing everything he can. It's always so appreciated, so I'm just trying to return the favor to Mike. You send Mike an email at m, as in mother, uh, Gilmore, G-I-L-M-O-R-E, at Shaw, S-H-A-W, dot ca you let him know what you're looking for and he'll get back in touch with you asap he won't do you no wrong and speaking of camp calvin you know with covid we've had to move camp calvin online we did one back in july and it was a huge huge success who thought we could create an atmosphere online uh we used the zoom platform we had 160 people signed up for the camp uh, and it was absolutely great. We had wonderful instructors. We had so many comments that we should do a winter camp. So we are doing a winter camp. It's coming up January 16 to 19, 2021. It'll be four days. Or you can sign up for the two days, the 16th and the 17th, which is the Saturday, Sunday. Uh, so far, Everybody but one person has signed up for the four days. And the great thing about Zoom video is all the workshops, all the classes get recorded. All the videos are recorded and they will be uploaded where you can come back and view those at your leisure for a long, long, long time. I'm suspecting probably till maybe next summer when we do another uh, Camp Calvin, I'm guessing might be online again if the COVID hasn't uh, settled down by then. Our fiddle instructors are going to be myself and Daniel Gervais. Daniel's a two-time Canadian Grandmaster Fiddle Champion. You just can't find a better instructor anywhere than Daniel. So pleased to have him. And we're so pleased to have Brian Hebert 
from Pembroke, Ontario, joining us. Brian is a, is a Canadian treasure, composer of many, many tunes, and a mentor to so many as well. Uh, he's joining us, and he's been to Camp Calvin, to the actual camp teaching a, a few times over the years. And we're so thrilled that we've been trying to get April Virch for many, many years to come and teach at Camp Calvin, but she's a busy, busy gal traveling the world. She originally comes from Pembroke, Ontario, and now she's living down in North Carolina. And she travels. She is just absolutely wonderful. I've known her since she was a, a young girl. She came out to the Emma Lake Fiddle Camp as one of my students at the at the fiddle camp there. She's gone on to great things. She's a Canadian Grandmaster Fiddle Champion herself, and I know you're going to love her. So uh, she's going to be there. We have Kimberly Holmes. She's going to be teaching the piano. And Craig McGregor from Vancouver will be teaching guitar. So get signed up. Go to campcalvin.ca. It's a uh, hundred Canadian dollars for four days. It's crazy cheap. On January 1st, uh, the price goes up. So get registered before uh, January 1st. This makes a wonderful Christmas present for uh, somebody that you might know. Well, that's it. That's all. There is no more. That is episode five of Calvin Volrath, the story behind the tunes. Feel free to send me an email at calvinvolrath at gmail.com or I'm sure on whatever podcast stream you're listening on, they might have a place there for you to uh, fill out a comment. Uh, I like to hear the comments and be sure to click the like button or click the subscribe or whatever it asks you to do. Go ahead and do that. It don't cost you nothing and it does me the world of good. Hey, until next time, everybody, next Sunday, 2 p.m., Mountain Standard Time, another episode. Until then, take care, stay safe, and have a good day.